This is a Bulldog Radio Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the MBSP back in studio, y'all. It is back. I I just handed I just handed in my Bulls letter as Michael Jordan to say two words. We're back. That's and right. Boy, it is great to be back. We're First back day of in classes, studio. everything. It's late night tonight. It's nine thirty that we're recording oh, yeah. this out. We were so excited. We could not wait another day. To put out an episode, so we are grinding yeah. right now at 9:30 p.m. For I got you. an 8 a.m. tomorrow. Like, it's gonna be a rough so one. So do I, brother. We're gonna suffer through <laughs> together. But Brandon Worth here joining you with Joe Nagy and another familiar face. Travis Hicks is joining Thank us you. as well. Travis, welcome, my friend. Thank you. It's, it's nice to be back in studio. It's been like since November since I saw you guys in person. So it's great to be back. Finally getting some normalcy. You know, more vaccinations out, and now we got fair sports back. So I'm happy to be back with oh, you guys. They oh, they're coming sure. back quick for sure. And for sure. Sure. We got three sports on tap just for Thursday, as well as some other sports starting later on that we are going to cover into here in our big fair sports preview. Uh, but before we get into a big shout out to Bulldog Radio for making this possible, and we wish them nothing but the best moving forward this semester. If you want to make a podcast for yourself, Joe, where do they go? I mean, I don't know where we're meeting this year, but go to BulldogRadio.com. <laughs> check it out. You can get... We're literally whatever podcast you want to talk about. You want to talk about cereals, whatever you want. We can make a podcast for you. Just kind of show up, get the information. We'll teach you guys how to do it. Show up, make your own podcast. It's a lot of fun. Absolutely. And big news from the podcast, breaking news. We put out a little teaser here and there if you guys paid attention to it. And if you did, you're loyal fans and we love you. That there was some big news coming on the podcast. And that is true. We now are eligible for sponsorship advertising. Run thank, me my check. Thank you, Run NCAA. me my check right now. Congratulations. It is a big awesome. accomplishment. With oh, the yeah. new NIL rules, we're free reign. So oh, yeah. if you want to be a part of this with us, reach out. If you want to send us a, a couple dollars here and there, we're not stopping you. Hey, we want it. And in our advertising, our booth is your booth. So whatever you guys want to have us advertise on air, of course, with precautionary we gotta keep it we gotta keep it within radio code but event promos brand promos anything feel free to reach out to us but moving right into the show no doubt the biggest sport everybody is looking at coming this thursday is kickoff of the 2021 season the ferris state bulldogs coming in ranked i believe as i believe we're in the top two right now number three number three Mm -hmm. i apologize number three Against the Finley Oilers, that is on September 2nd at 7.30 p.m. at home at Top Tagger, boys. We've heard all the things going around in the athletic facilities and within teams. Like, this game is going to be electric because football is back and the city of Big Rapids has missed it for far too long. For sure. Even on those, like, middle-of-the-day Saturday games, you see people all over the place coming in to watch a Top Taggart. You see students who are just going to be ready to have a great time. It's been a while. There's there's sophomores that are going here that haven't been to a Fair State football game yet, so you know it's going to be packed. The mask mandates and social distancing uh, mandates for outdoors have been lifted, so I am super excited to have just an electric atmosphere for Top Taggart. Have the boys come out. Give us a show. Show us what Fair State football is all about. Live up to the hype, too. I'm just so excited for it. 
Definitely agree verbatim what both of you just said. It's great for um, the students, not only just for Fair State, but the community of Big Rapids. Now we get football after a year of being really like locked in. I was even at home last semester. It's great to be back. I'm excited um, to cover the game again for Ferris Athletics. Uh, I think we got a really good team bias, obviously, but our roster's looking good. Finley's a team we actually played our last home opener back in 2019. That was a thriller. We won 24-23, to but... We got a great team, fellas, and it's a great time to be a Fair State Bulldog. Yeah, oh, for it, sure. It's been—I mean, it's been two years now, and you were just talking about that game in 2019 against Finley, and boy, was it an opener that we will never forget with that crazy finish. I just still can't believe Finley went for two. Yeah. That was just a very bold call, especially the first game of the season. But hey, if you're gonna make a call, why not do it at that point in time? Mm -hmm. So I mean, it's gonna—you don't—you know, regardless of how these teams rank on paper, because we know there's a significant gap Finley's still gonna bring it I mean we saw in 2019 we're going to see it again and frankly both teams I mean we're probably not gonna see perfect crisp football on Thursday especially opening on because you got to remember both of these teams have had a long long break from playing on the field with pads under the lights with officials it's been a long time so we're not going to see probably the prettiest football but you know this team's going to be ready coach Denise as his staff having his players Reading. We've seen that all week coming up to this game. And there's going to be a lot of question marks that I think are going to be fulfilled as far as who's going to be the starting crew. Because there's a lot of new faces here in Big Rapids right now. We have a lot of new players on this Fair State team. A lot of them freshmen. Some even from redshirt freshmen from last year might be in their line for starting gigs. And of course we got the veterans that might be coming back with the fifth years. I mean, there's a lot of significant names that can be discussed in this opener. Yeah, I mean, I know we were talking before off-air at our RSO meeting, like we have guys who are returning for their sixth, seventh year because mm -hmm. of that COVID year and because of that, that extra year of uh, of, you know, eligibility we're gonna see guys that were from that like basically here since 2016 who are gonna and 2015 who are gonna be bringing that knowledge from that uh national championship run and from the close uh west florida loss that we had uh two years ago it was devastating but i'm very excited to see how those guys are going to be leading so far in this offseason i've been i've i've rode past the practice field when they've been practicing it's been electric those guys have been on point uh coach niece has them in the reins but has been able to kind of be able to have them coach themselves to a point. I'm just very excited to see how these guys are going to kind of mesh together on the field when it comes to it because being a year, you can create those really great bonds with each other and be able to kind of form that brotherhood, but it all is just a different animal when you get out on the field. When you're fighting together with the guys behind you, it's going to be it's going to just be a very refreshing sight for those guys who have been off the field for a while, those seniors who are going to really want to make the most of this season, knowing that it can be taken away just like that, and for those freshmen who you know want to make a name for themselves who couldn't have their last year, but they can do it this year. And it's going to be basically a recipe. It's going to, the world is basically the oyster for Fair State football right now. Oh, yeah, definitely, Joe. You hit on all like the main points. I think the fact that we have so much experience on this team, well, guys from the 2018 National Runner-Up team and the 2019 semifinal team, that's going to help us propel to new heights. So when you look at guys like Marvin Campbell, Xavier Wade, Cy Barnett, mm -hmm. you know, the glue guy I always like to call him. And I think Evan Cummings, who has a Josh Allen-type feel to me, you know, another running quarterback. And it's going to be interesting to see what Anise does with three guys that he has that he could possibly see in Thursday's game. I think with all the weapons we have, I 
just think it's going to be about developing chemistry through the first uh, few weeks. And I think around week five to week six, you're going to really see the team evolve. And getting a chance to see some of the videos that they were doing from the sure. offseason, I think fair is like, I don't think it's too far-fetched to say we, you know, we can win the national title this year. Mm -hmm. um, I think we'll be in that conversation in December for sure, as long as they continue and um, main things stay healthy. And we're no strangers, sorry to cut you off, Brandon, but we're no strangers to the multi-quarterback system. I mean, Absolutely. We had, we had J. Rue and uh, Travis Russell. Travis, yeah. I was going to say Tyler, but yeah, Travis Russell, who basically played every other down. And, and we they, even played Evan during yeah, parts of that where we exactly. got three and like a three-headed monster. We're able to really have a really diverse quarterback system that can that all know how to command the field. They're all very talented. Of course, Travis and Jay Rue are gone, but we have guys who are able to fill those shoes very well, and right. I'm excited to see how Tony Anise is going to be able to kind of coach these guys to be able to really keep defenses on their toes because we have some guys who, especially, like you said, Cy Barnett, who can really do some right. damage. He's that big force at the tight end spot. Our wide receivers are going to be really solid. I'm just super excited to see are we going to return to the kind of that multi-quarterback system to really kind of basically keep defenses really guessing or are we going to kind of kind of scoot into that one quarterback system but you know we'll all find out Thursday yeah, I mean, I though the thing that we keep mentioning over and over and over about this football team is depth, 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 depth. We have so much of it, and I think that's what really sets us apart from a lot of these teams. Because, I mean, no disrespect whatsoever for um, Davenport, Grand Valley, all these other great football teams, but they don't have the depth that we do. I no. think that's just the difference. Because we got guys, we can shuffle in third string guys, and we don't miss a beat. Like, the, we just have that much talent and that much ability to put guys in the right spots. Because, I mean, frankly, like, we have, I mean, we are so grateful that Marvin's coming back because, oh, yeah. I mean, for he could have definitely moved on in a different direction, but that he's back, he's hungry. I mean, this guy was a near 1,000-yard rusher back in 19 when we had that big run. And then we have Tyler Miner right after him that can always break the long run, and he was almost to 700 yards last year. We're talking two all-conference caliber guys, and you got both of them in the same backfield. I mean, that's something that a lot of teams don't get to give credit for. And, I mean, we got so many great playmakers. I mean, I mean, one of the players I, I was really looking forward to seeing this year was James Caesar, but obviously, but he ended up moving on from the program. But, I mean, that's what's tough is a lot of these guys had to make decisions for their lives because some of them are going into an industry that is it's really tough. Once you find that opening, you got a hitter, you're not going to be able to really reach back yeah. and grab it later on. especially shot, man. Right. Yeah, especially where you're in. So, I mean, it's unfortunate to lose some of these players across all programs. And, even with all the new the new health systems and the fact that we're having some teams that are mandating vaccines and just the fact that some people are gone is it's unfortunate but i mean we still have that depth we have a huge recruiting class coming in and this team has experience across the board i mean offensive line defensive line we got a bunch of new guys i mean jared's barnsart want to probably want to be the fan favorites a former lacrosse <laughs> player now coming back to play quarterback come on what? he's got to be definitely the leading low leading jersey seller right now i'd sure would buy jersey that guy i'm excited to see if he gets on the field for sure in week one and then mason pline as well former basketball player turned h-back tight end combo he's going to be on the field so there's, there's, i didn't hear about that you he's didn't playing? hear about that no no it's insane mason pline is now playing football for, wasn't he the super tall guy he was a super he tall was. guy on the basketball team he had a football background but a lot of people just didn't know because they were so focused on his basketball ability it's Dang. he's playing thursday yep wow the yeah. more you know it isn't it isn't it crazy and i know um like there's just a bunch of guys that right. you you know are so such freak athletes that can make that move and then when they do you're just like wow it, it's it's extraordinary to watch but 
this is going to be a really fun year. I mean, we've got a lot of great competition ahead of us. Obviously, we're going to be looking mm-hmm. forward to Anchor Bone. That's what we look forward oh, yeah. to year after year. And, I mean, I'm hoping it gets back on Fox Sports Detroit because, doggone it, deserves it. It's the biggest rivalry in D2 football. Should, no question. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it's going to be super exciting. And, I mean, we, sure. got, we got huge competition on deck as well. I mean, we're going to be playing Ashland next week. First time we're going to be playing them not in a GLIAC um, football game is now they're moved on to the GMAC official this year so that's going to be a tough contest in week two as well and I mean I mean with the GLIAC I mean we're talking some of the best division two football in the country and it, it's going to show out year after year and it's going to be mm-hmm. a fun year yeah uh, we got some I mean the speaking of GLIAC we got the matchups coming up uh, this week uh, we got Wayne State uh I wouldn't say they're a powerhouse, but they are a pretty solid opponent down south in the uh, Gleak South. They're playing Slippery Rock uh, also Thursday, 6 o'clock. Northwood's going to be facing off against Gannon at 7 o'clock, and then Ferris State and Finley are going to be facing off the uh, triple header at 7.30. And then uh, moving to Saturday, uh, later on in the week, Davenport's going to be facing off Truman. Uh, excited to see that one. Northern Michigan is going to try to get their first win off of McKendry off this season. Hillsdale's going to be facing off Michigan Tech. That's one I'm actually pretty excited to see. Uh, and then Saginaw Valley is going to be taking off against Texas A&M Kingsville in an out-of-conference matchup. So some very good football. Excited that Gleak football is going to be coming back uh, and excited to see what the uh, the competition is going to be like throughout the year. Um, one thing I am excited though, or surprised about is Grand Valley is not playing this week. Mm-hmm. And I was just about to yeah, make, they... make one point about it. Sorry to cut you off, Travis. But um, as far as the competition this year in the Gleak, like we're looking at... I think the number, I think the big three that come to mind is probably you would be looking at Ferris. We'd probably be looking at Grand Valley. And I think after that, you'd probably have a couple toss ups, maybe. I think Davenport yeah. might be in there occasionally. I honestly think that the this Saginaw Valley team is going to be one to watch because this team was, if you looked at where this team was in I, a couple of years ago and what they've already progressed with Coach Brady there. Like, this team's going nothing but upward. And yeah. I think that's going to be a team to watch just because that that team has an extreme amount of talent. They've brought in a bunch of great guys, and it's they, they're looking like a really good team. And they, they looked like it last year. And they were one of the teams I was really concerned about last year, and they gave it to us for a little bit, and it was really scary. And I think that... I'm I'm a little hesitant on Grand Valley because they're in the kind of same situation we are because they they really got hit hard as far as the the new health mandates coming back to campus as I believe they're on a full student and athlete COVID vaccination requirement so how many guys they might return is going to be a question mark and that's going to be interesting to watch and I think that there's a lot of teams that are going to be chomping at the bit and I think no better one than the one that's going upward in Saginaw. Yeah, I think that's going to be an interesting game when we play Grand Valley. Obviously, it's a little bit later, but Grand Valley in a rivalry game, especially since this is the biggest Division II rivalry in history, no bias, but like we are a part of it. Grand Valley is always going to give good competition. I remember covering that game two years ago when Fox Sports was here in uh, Big Rapids. It's a game that usually can go either way. I believe Ferris won that game 21-16 to over Grand Valley. And that was a game we were down most of the game in. But that was also a deciding game for the GLIAC Championship. And usually when we play Grand Valley, stakes are high. Even if you want to go back to the 2018 game, Grand Valley was number two in the country and we were number three at the time. Mm-hmm. And that was for another GLIAC Championship. So Grand Valley is never a team you, uh, we can um, sleep on just because they're always going to give 
give you know competition regardless if they're good or bad it's a rivalry game but ferris um i just think with the weapons we have there's no reason why we can't you know make the run that we're capable of making with the potential with everyone there because you got to think not just this year but we have a list of guys that have had success malik taylor has had an amazing preseason mm-hmm, for the packers for sure austin edwards i don't know if you guys saw the goal oh, line yeah, tackle the goal line you know t- against you know against the bills i thought that was Amazing. So he like, just messes yeah. stuff up at the line of scrimmage, Amazing. man. I don't know how he's going to be. If he yeah. gets cut, he's going to find a 53, yeah. man. There's no question. And we'll, even Malik, too. There's no like we've made some noise as far as I I don't know uh, how many times I look. We have eleven guys from you know um, the team like to make the NFL. That's a, a crazy yeah. amount from just like the past ten years because Anise has really only been here since 2012. So I think as long as he's under the helm, it's going to be a lot of good things. Yeah, yeah. going to add to the total guarantee. So I, I it's going to be super exciting. I just, it's crazy. I just every time you go on like an Instagram feed through the NFL. It's like there's a first day player making a highlight. Tavir Thomas blocked a kick the other night you, for the you know Texans. Like Malik goes up and he's the leading catcher or leading receiver for the Packers in the preseason. And Austin Edwards making a goal line stand for the for the former Super Bowl runner up Kansas City Chiefs. That's a pretty pretty cool track yeah. resume that we got yeah. going here, and I'm sure we're gonna have a lot more guys come through, and it's gonna be super exciting. But uh, moving now into our next sport, we got women's soccer is starting off, and they are also going to be playing Finley, if I remember correctly, on Thursday. I believe they are at uh, is it 2 p.m. Joe, or are they at? I believe you it's pull a, it up real quick. I believe it's so, at two. I believe it is at two. If my, if at my five. notes yeah. are correct. Oh, I apologize. One o'clock oh, is one. the opening kickoff. I, Central Time. Is, no, I'm just kidding. Um, it, it's one to be one o'clock. Um, at home against Finley. We're gonna have a pretty crazy Thursday if you're on campus. If you are listening here at Ferris State University. Be on the lookout for Thursday, especially for parking, especially for tailgating. It is going to be yeah. mass chaos wake up, near Carnival wake up style. Good and early, Here good and early. Yeah. Try to get your spot. It's going to be absolutely crazy. Because then we also got <laughs> volleyball that is going to be on the same day that we're going to get to here in a bit. But I mean, just coming off of this last year, guys. I mean, this soccer team did nothing less but impress the entire year. Ran into just one bump in the road. That's that's all I can describe of it. Is we just didn't play our best against Grand Valley when it met, went in that big time game, and it just was unfortunate that came to a way because we were a better team than what we played in that final game against GV. We should have beat yeah. them, and I know all the players know that. I think the tough thing was too is they were had that they had the expectation the in the beginning of the or uh, sorry in the middle of the year to play Grand Valley but then you know covid hit the the GV team kind of made them uh you know postpone and cancel about three or four games in kind of a five week stretch and when you're so kind of amped up to play that team for that week especially such a hard team like Grand Valley to see that it's not going to happen you don't have the possibility of happening a lot of that adrenaline and a lot of that anticipation kind of just sinks back down into nothing and then to go on to the next game and play not as hard of an opponent and kind of just wish that you could have that back. And then when it gets to the point where you can play Grand Valley in such a big stake in the in the playoffs, and then to not play your play very well or not play up to your potential that you know you can play and be able to get past them, it's something that I'm definitely looking forward for kind of like this redemption season because I thought they were going to go a lot farther than what they did. But now with kind of this uh, lineup that they have to start the year and the strong uh, – the strong lineup that they have through the middle, I think it's going to be really good success that is going to be coming our way, guaranteed. Yeah, I think you guys make all the good points. Soccer's definitely um, hungry. We still did win the regular season GLIAC championship. I remember watching that from home. But Grand Valley, you know, soccer, that's the one sport they're really, really good at. This is um, or organization has really won, you know, multiple national championships. But I do think 
I think we're very um, good, though, Fairstay. I think with a lot of people coming back, Brianna Rodgers is kind of like the quarterback of it. I think um, she's amazing. We have like a lot of other great players on that roster. So I think there's no reason why we can't beat Grand Valley, kind of um, get our revenge this year. But I think going into the Finley game, a game I was supposed to cover, but I'm going to be um, in class, so I'm just going to have to wait for the next uh, <laughs> I hate, hate to see you. Hey, we got you, brother. I got class all day. I'm going to miss yeah. every game except yeah, for same football, here. which kind of stinks. I'm literally going to get to the football game about two minutes up. Prior, prior to the game, <laughs> prior to kick off. <laughs> but, um, uh, if any professors are out there, can we get yeah. a little bit of? Yeah. Can we get a little you bit know, of let out here early? So, we got syllabus week, man. Syllabus week. Yeah. You don't have to go through everything. Yeah. Skip class. It's it's you, the open. No, I'm just kidding. You know, Wes, if you are listening to this, you are my TDMP uh, oh. teacher. Maybe I can get out of class a little bit Direct early for some pre- shout out. <laughs> uh, for some hey, pregame it's interviews. It's, <laughs> it's opening week, first class. Syllabus reading. Let's go. Let's go over the structure. Let's go through. It's gonna go. Hey, and then we move on, and then we we hit the hammer on in the week two. That's but, usually how it goes, anyway. So that is true. But um, all jokes aside, I, I am excited for them, and um, I definitely think they'll be good. I'm really excited to um, get a chance to cover um, the games again. I think we guys we have very good athletics. You know, 17 teams. We're very competitive in pretty much every sport. We have been for some time. So I think soccer is yeah. going to make some noise. I think this is also a team that can make a run for um, in the national tournament when that um, time comes. I I definitely think it's going to be either us or Grand Valley for the GLIAC championship. I'm going to go with. Obviously, but um, I think a fin- uh, Finley on Thursday is going to be a good start and try to work out some kinks, uh, see some weaknesses and some strengths to work on mm-hmm. uh, throughout the season. But I definitely feel comfortable with the people we have back for soccer. Oh for yeah, sure. absolutely. And I mean, we're we're bringing back almost all the firepower. I mean, we got Pian Nagel back as well, and we also got Grace Verhage back. Our two leading goal scorers from last season are going to be returning, so that's obviously going to be huge. I mean, we also have Maddie Dickens and uh, Merlin McDermott. And a lot, a lot of these veteran key pieces returning. Um, I think really the only question mark that I, I'm slightly worried about, and I'm not even really worried about it, is um, we're obviously going to um, Taryn Meist has um, graduated and she is now left, so we're going to have somebody new in um, going to be in goal. So obviously that's kind of a concern, but I have I have no concern over uh, Coach Henson's going to be put the right person in there that's ready, and we mm-hmm. have so many great keepers that it's really just going to be pick the best one for that game, and we'll see how it goes. And I mean this this first game obviously is going to be obviously with each sport you're going to figure out the kinks just like you said travis we're going to find the strengths we're going to find the weaknesses we're going to fine tune the strengths and we're going to find ways to work on the weaknesses and that's mm-hmm. really what these games are for and that's why we play non-conference teams the first two weeks of each season just because that's how it usually rolls and that's how it rolls pretty much universally throughout every sport whether it's professional high school level or collegiate level both elite or casual it's just how it's just how it goes you always start off to figure out those kinks and i mean this team's ready to rock and roll i mean these we we've only seen a six week or a six month break from from this squad so they're going to be raring and ready to go and i mean it's going to be super exciting just to see them out on the grass again or the turf i mean i don't know what we've decided yet but just yeah. the fact we have both fields is, is yeah. it's a pretty cool accomplishment but yeah this gonna sure. be this gonna be a fun season i would say watch out if you're Grand Valley because there's a lot of hungry teams behind you. We're coming mm-hmm. for you. Speaking of Grand Valley and the rest of the Gliac, we'll just go over a quick little schedule for this. I guess for the first games for each team, Saginaw Valley is going to be facing off against Delta College uh, tomorrow, Tuesday, uh, for their Whoa. first game of the year. Uh, Finlandia versus Michigan Tech is upcoming this Saturday, uh, Monday. 
uh, is going to be Aquinas at Saginaw Valley. Uh, Saginaw Valley should get a W. That Aquinas is a D3 school or NAI school, NAIA. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Northern yep. Michigan, one of the better teams in the GLIAC, is going to be facing off Wisconsin Green Bay. That's a team to watch. Yep. And then Michigan Tech, again, is going to be at Finlandia. And then uh, Grand Valley is going to be kicking off against Lin- Lindenwood on Thursday. And basically the whole slate of the GLIAC is going to be kicking off on oh, Thursday as Lindenwood. well. Lindenwood. Interesting. I guess they stole off our schedule as that's who we're playing week two. <laughs> so interesting. They just want to be us, man. Okay, great. Okay, I see, I see where you're going with this. Can't I mean, beat them, join them. Be, oh, yeah. be like Mike, I, I, I don't know. It's just kind of intriguing. But super excited for soccer season. People getting oh, yeah. out on the pitch and ready to rip. It's mm-hmm. going to be super fun. Uh, moving into our third sport here, we have volleyball making their appearance. They had actually already played. Um, so far, they actually had an exhibition against Oakland. Got the dub. Easy wins. Oh, yeah. But I'm um, going to be starting off the season. Wait for it. Not Finley, actually. It's going to be Tiffin. I don't know why. Could have completed the three P. I but. know. Why didn't we just have? Why didn't we just have Finley all travel here and we can play him in every sport? And then we does can, Finley have a women's volleyball team? That's a real question. I believe they do. I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe that's the reason why we don't play Finley. Maybe. Anyway, we're going to be playing Tiffin, not Finley, even though they're both Ohio teams. That's going to be taking place on Thursday at 5 p.m. at home in Ingleglebin. But this team, I think, is one. I think this team is going to be a team that we might overlook as far as going into this season because they had some. Some bumps in the road last year. I mean, we. I think this team was the one that we had a lot of a lot of expectations, especially with that conference streak alive, um, and just uh, the the throughout the year. I mean, we had Katie O'Connell out for a, ser- a little piece of time, dropped a, a just a heartbreaking game against Northwood, and it was just a really tough like situation for them to come back from and i mean even at the beginning of the year when northern really kind of put a pounding to us um in one of those two first games when they beat us and that was kind of like an i oh yeah and there's 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 some great competition this year in the gliac and i mean we're talking about obviously northern as the ones to look at as they were the winners of last year uh i mean grand valley's going to be no slouch i think they're near the top of the south rankings as far as the preseason goes and then obviously you got teams like northwood that are, are building up each and every year and they're getting even closer so i mean this is going to be certainly a fun opening match for them and I'm, I'm really excited to see how this team plays yeah definitely i mean like you said when katie o'connell was out that was kind of a a really hard uh I guess, void to fill, especially since she was one of the, I mean, GLIAC Player of the Week multiple times. She played very well. She was one of the leaders on the team. Uh, with her gone now, a lot of people have to step up. Uh, very excited to see uh, Sam Herman, uh, one of our, uh, I guess, MVSP uh, special featured guests. Sure. We also had Katie O'Connell. We and did have Katie on, didn't we? we? did. And I you forgot about to go that. Check okay. out that interview. Look at you guys. Let's see. Look at yeah, us go. Look was, at us go. Okay, the backstory behind that that episode was, it was <laughs> no, a very don't tell interesting don't situ- tell who situation. But, um, no, you you can yeah, tell. We, I woke up late to the interview. That's basically it. Oh, that's not actually what I was going to mention. But, <laughs> I mean, wild. that did happen. But it was we, there was somebody that got in contact with COVID. So we actually had to revert the the whole the, the show outwards and had to do it remotely and that was why we had some quality changes oh, about yeah. halfway through because somebody got in contact with covid <sighs> Darn. 
darn it. Oh, man. Sorry, it wasn't guys. me. It wasn't. Yeah, I, it wasn't. It was just. A, it was just an indirect precautionary. But we were all safe. But anyway, and yes, Kate, I promise you were safe. We had everything sanitized and everything, so everything. It, it's okay. <laughs> and we didn't know about it at the time, but everything was okay. Anyway, but I mean, Katie is actually. I believe she reportedly might be back. So is she? Is she I using that know. COVID year? She, she is on the 2021 to 2022 roster. And well, she, we don't have to worry about that anymore. I mean, don't even gotta yeah, worry about that. That's the thing we don't know is a lot of these, a lot of these players that we're like, yeah, they're in their fourth year, like. They could be gone. Like, we might not see him again. And we're seeing those names pop up. Like, we're seeing right. Katie O'Connell pop back up. We're seeing Marvin Campbell pop back up. It's like, oh, we got all these pieces back that we might not have so, thought were going to be there. And it's going to be even more exciting. But, yeah, I mean, we got Katie back. We got Sam Herman back. We got Nina back. We got Kira Merkel, Kiana Salesman back. They're all going to be key players. And, I mean, sounds Ka- like Kaylee wins. Mott, Jessica yeah. Weffler. All these players that are going to be back, and it's just going to be—it's going to be fantastic. And we got a great group of freshmen coming in. They've been attacking it all first two weeks of camp. I know I've ran into them practicing, going to get a couple ice bats earlier on in August. So it's been—it's going to be a super fun season. They're—they're—they're they're, they're hungry. They're ready to avenge that mm-hmm. kind of go on a revenge yeah. tour, I guess you could say. And I know that Coach um, Brandon Wilhelm's going to have them in the right direction. It sounds like we have like a Brooklyn Nets roster. I just hear a bunch of Kevin Durant and James Harden. No, I'm just kidding. But um, no, I think like we're gonna be good. You know, we won six straight GLIAC championships up until last year, and last year. To me, I'm not saying it didn't count, but like it was a COVID year for a lot of people because like you were either healthy and you could play. Some teams yeah. weren't full strength, and that was like for not just volleyball, but and you didn't sports. have preseason. Either, yeah, you didn't you have know? preseason. So like to me, not saying last year didn't count, but it was very hard. Like this year, I think we're going to get back in that rhythm to another GLIAC championship just because we have a full year, you know, of getting ready, preseason workouts. They're eating right, you know, different things like that. And Coach T, she's competitive. You know, I, I was very um, nervous to interview her like <laughs> two years ago. <laughs> The mic's shaking when you're going up to it. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, coach, your initial thoughts. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, she, I, I like her feistiness. Um, she's tough, but uh, that's one thing great about her. She gets the whole group ready, and I think that's why they've had so much success in the past, and I think mm-hmm. that's why they're going to have it this year. And Plus, um, I think having fans back is going to have be a great factor for them, too, because a lot of the girls and a lot of players across Ferris said it's weird. You know, just, it feels like you're playing a scrimmage because there's nobody there. Even like when you know they have the cutoff you know, fans, it's just like you're just looking at blank images, yeah, you know, like Photoshop. The, but, the atmosphere is definitely yeah. different. So I mean, now, like especially like how we talk about football, soccer, especially volleyball, it's going to be packed. You're finally going to get that excitement. And Joe, you mentioned earlier the sophomores who didn't experience that last year and the current freshmen. They're going to see like, oh, this is what everyone's talking about when you go to a college, you know, sporting event, like the student section, you know, the popcorn, different things like that. And especially when there's an exciting play. So mm-hmm. volleyball, we've been historically great, and I think we're going to continue that. Yeah, very excited for it. Awesome. Uh, I mean, the matchups throughout the league uh, to kind of finish out the preseason for volleyball. Davenport's going to be facing off against Tiffin. Uh, St. Cloud State is going to be. Or, yes. St. Af- Cloud State? Yeah, St. Cloud State, excuse me, is going to be facing off against the Wildcats in Northern Michigan. Uh, Lake Superior State's going to be facing off against Concordia. Uh, Seton Hill is going to be going against the Timberwolves of Northwood. Uh, Mavericks are going to be facing off against the Michigan Tech Huskies. Uh, later on this week, we're going to be facing off against St. Leo. Uh, Davenport is going to be going against McKendry. Uh, Minnesota Duluth is going to be facing off against Parkside. And then it looks like Grand Valley, to my knowledge, is not going to be doing preseason. Mm. Looks like they're just hopping right into conference play. What's pretty going gutsy? On? What's going on there? Pretty gutsy. There. A lot of suspicion I know, going on. I know that Grand Valley they made it so that way every everybody had to get vaccinated. 
So maybe some of their student and student athletes they might not are, be ready yet. Yeah, that could might be, be the saying, frank reason. Yeah, they might. Yeah. Some of their student athletes might not have got vaccinated. That's a very good point. And that have did you even mention Wayne State? Oh, are they not? I mean, I see. In the same, I they see might them. be in the same. Boat. I see them though. I see that. I mean, they're playing. I think they're just going right into league play too because they're playing. They're yeah, I don't near know the them. End. I know the I know Grand Valley is doing the full everybody, but I don't know about Wayne State. They might be in a same a similar boat where it might be right. just athletes. It might be everybody. I don't know enough information to disclose if that would be, if that's the case. But I mean that could also be, and that might play for a lot of teams and even like Division One. Like we have, there's a lot of like University of Michigan, University of Michigan State that are going to be having to worry about those things, and it's going to really. But, Make also, it interesting about how the season opens up for each sport. Also, Brandon, to your point, you guys probably have saw there was a Bleach Report a few days ago. Big Ten, I believe, SEC, another conference. They're not. Um, if you have a COVID like breakout, you you automatically like lose the game, like you forfeit. They're not like letting. They're not suspending or moving the day. So at least they're doing that for D one. It's cutting it off. Yeah, they're just saying like if you're not vaccinated, basically, and you know your team catches COVID, it's kind of like your fault. That's what like D one is doing. I feel like since they're doing that, not saying D two we copy. I feel like they're gonna kind of piggyback it. Like I know a lot of the Ferris athletes are all vaccinated, so I'm assuming that you know for Grand Valley's sake, I hope like they do get vaccinated so they can't participate because if not it's going to suck to like lose games to teams that you could potentially beat but it's like you know COVID yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's hate gonna, to see it it's a tough situation because obviously we're not going to get into politics on the show but yeah. just the fact of how to each their own really yeah it's, oh, yeah. it's oh, yeah. the choice of whatever yeah. and I know like there's some that are on campus that have and haven't and I mean that's their choice and that's fine and we, there's protocols made for both and I think that, that it's okay and I each it's just going to be tough knowing those risks going throughout the season for every sport just because of this kind of new this new normal that we're in temporarily um too i mean too permanently with covid we don't know so it, it's yeah. tough it's gonna be mm-hmm. it's gonna be tough and the atmosphere is obviously different but it's gonna make a huge part because we know there's a lot of teams that i know that we can personally can attribute with is we play better when we have the lights on and we got the fans around us. Right. And I think that goes for really every team in any sport. And I think that just makes it so much better. But uh, mm-hmm. it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting to see volleyball back and they're they're gonna they're gonna be ready to go and we're for gonna sure. be excited to see how they go. Yeah. Um, moving into our last sport, super excited about this one, no bias. Uh, going cross country men's and women's <laughs> will be starting up not on Thursday. Prime time. That's a prime, prime time sport time. right there. Right, we should have yeah. talked about this first, Brandon. Yeah, we should have. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I know. Running. A little self-reflection Everybody here, that's Brandon. probably come listening on. is like, running? What? That's not a sport. But anyway, I, it is a sport, gosh darn it, and we're doing it. So, <laughs> right, Your man. sport Stand is your other sports ground. punishment. Keep that. Talk you know how many times that's talk. been copyrighted on a t-shirt? <laughs> it's got to be at least north of a thousand times. Oh, but yeah, it, it is definitely true. Yeah. I mean, you can't deny that fact. But we are not going to be running on Thursday, and we have until next Saturday. Saturday, we have our home meet the Ray Helsing Invitational, which will be fun. And I'm really excited for this team. I mean, first point perspective, we got some guys returning that are going to be a big piece. A lot of the younger guys, a lot of the freshmen have been stepping up. And a lot of the, the guys that are in my class have been doing a great job of, I mean, because we're going to be losing some key guys. I mean, Weston Rackley and Aaron Dreama on the men's side for sure are gone. And we got some other um, ladies on the other side that are going to be leaving with uh, the Hutchinson twins and all in the rest. And it's going to be a lot of shoes to fill. 
will. And we've already seen a lot of a lot of people stepping up already here in throughout the summer and early parts of, of early August camp and um, practices that are they're really showing the eagerness to go take it, take those spots. And I think it's going to be a super fun. It's going to be a super fun season. I'm excited with this new team because we got we got a lot of potential with this crew, and it's gonna it's gonna be really fun to see. For sure. Oh yeah, no, I agree. And Brandon, you know what? You know that's what I'm talking about. Stand your own ground. I, I like that. No, but no, I'm excited for you guys as well because um, I'm just happy sports are back. I know you all can agree. Like we got fans back. It's just finally like getting normalcy. Mm-hmm. You know that's what we needed. You know, even like sorry to cut you off, but like, even like just you don't even have to go to the games, but just to be like around and just hear like oh like football won last week or like basketball won last week. Yeah. It's you know, we had that last year, kind of, but like just without fans and not to be able to kind of just like have that secondhand experience of people like explaining what happened or something like that. It just is a huge difference when it comes to just like being a part of like a college community and being part of a student body because like you can share those experiences, but when there's not fans allowed and you can't like have that like interaction with each other, bonding over sports that way, it just kind of is a it's a lot different from like a student. Uh, kind of perspective and you know also that social aspect i'm glad you mentioned that because like for the baseball team i got to cover um this summer for the leprechaun seeing fans back and like looking at the stands and seeing like a thousand people i'm like this is amazing like to have that like back because it's like a new energy and plus like for instance like since we're at college freshman it's a great way to also meet people you know last year it was hard just to like online unless you know you're going to email someone on zoom and most college students don't really check their email <laughs> I, i'm a, a prisoner in the moment on that but um mm. you know, i got those I I got those notifications on. I got the notifications on. Turn to text. Turn to text, please. I think this is really great for them because, like, now for people who haven't maybe found that club or somewhere to join to, like, because a lot of people come to Ferris not knowing anything. Mm -hmm. So you can go to a football game, volleyball, any sports, and be like, oh, you know, and you find, like, that new friend. And plus it it sets up memories forever. Well, that's the thing. It's like you can meet someone, like, at the quad, which is, like, the Ferris State's, like, basically hub for everything. Yeah. Like, I would meet someone, especially like freshman year, I met someone there, and I'd be like, you going to the game Saturday? Like, yeah. let's meet each other up at the game. Like, let's hang out. And I think that's one thing that, like, at least last year's freshmen never got to experience. And I know that's probably true for a lot of different schools right. where it's, like, a main thing of making friends and be able to be social, like, in a college life, especially for students, is bonding over those things that college gives you. And not to have, like, basically three-quarters of those experiences taken away it's very hard for that's why you saw so many people like drop out last year that's why you saw so many people like struggle and now like you have juniors on campus who like don't know people you have sophomores on campus who like don't know people don't like i saw i asked so like i saw someone looking at like the map at ferris today and i was like hey do you need some help and then i asked her what grade she was in and she said sophomore i was like dang like She's like been a student here, and but she she, she probably might not have been on campus. I know last year. exactly. Yeah. Like it's the thing is like people just don't know campus, and like it's just like I know that's like a thing for all throughout college throughout the nation. It's just crazy to see that like now that everything's coming back, you're gonna start to see people being more social and kind of having that back, which is gonna be very refreshing. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Because now, um, you know, since we're getting back to normalcy, we'll start to see things that we got to witness when we all came here, like in 2019, the fall of it. Because, like you said, like going to the quad or going to like Bulldog Bonanza or different RSOs, yeah, like playing how basketball. We, Bulldog Bulldog you know? hey, we all met one on one. Shameless plug. You know, one on one shout out to Cammy. Like, um, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, that was a <laughs> great Professor cl- Sanderson. So, yeah. So like, yeah, I think like having that in person like aspect is amazing. You know, I'm very uh. 
excited for just Thank as you. much as you guys are. Yeah, Thank I you. mean, you you get to build relationships virtually anywhere, and I encourage anybody out there, especially especially I'm I if you're listening to this, absolutely great. If you're an, if you're an incoming freshman and you're like, man, I heard about this this podcast or whatever, and if you're listening, great. Here's the one thing I will tell you is I know there was a lot of freshmen last year that had come up to me and just said, man, I just want I just want people to meet, and I'm like, what are you interested in? Oh, I, I'm interested in so-and-so. I'm interested in architecture. I'm interested in maybe politics or I'm interested in fishing, whatever it may be. We have 200-some clubs and organizations on campus. Yeah. Go on to Bulldog Connect right now, which is link three at my FSU. Go to Bulldog Connect and search through all the clubs we have on campus. You will not believe some yeah. of the campus clubs that we have. And that's for anywhere. It's to that's anything. For anywhere. Education, sports, religion, uh, there, you want to watch wrestling and eat pizza every Friday night? We have an RSL for, for that. There's we have an RSL for that. You want to go squirrel watching? And I guarantee. Or do you watch the? And you I guarantee. Be a squirrel watching yeah. club of the squirrel watching club. Like that's probably a thing. Yeah. Like, I guarantee that there's anything. that there's RS. I mean, they're probably not called RSLs, but I guarantee there's clubs like that on every college campus. Oh, yeah. Like Everywhere. if you're a college student listening to this, like, and you like are struggling to make friends or anything, that's all you gotta do. Just see what club is there. What might suit your fancy and then go for it because there's going to be a lot of people who are excited for you to be there because the club is growing one so that they, they can that way they can stay a club and two just to meet new people it's just going to be a great experience yeah and, and i know plus we, you, we also had rec uh, oh sorry Travis, we uh, did have rec fest like uh, tonight at the recording of this here on the tw- on the 30th and those are uh, those are huge opportunities to get in with those sports people and i mean if you'd like all the people that are interested in being a part of a team can be part of those organizations and it doesn't have to mean that you you don't have to be have a an all-state certificate in this sport or whatever like all these clubs are happy to have numbers and they're happy to have people to play with because it's really more about the experience at those type of levels it's not necessarily about winning championships i mean obviously you can get to that but you're just having fun you're enjoying the college experience so go out and take them it's also about marketing too because the more people in the rso that's going to help it get bigger you know and different things like that so i think like that's an amazing that's really like how we all met you know the first meeting we had a bunch of people so hopefully uh, people get out there and do that yeah, regardless, it's all about, you know, getting back to college life, and it's super fun. Yeah, maybe oh, yeah. maybe you'll take your friend to a cross-country meet on September the 11th. I'm trying to wink over the microphone. It's not working, <laughs> but you get the gist. But for those people that care, some people to watch out for in cross-country. On the men's side, Donis Harris and Ethan Hamilton, Dan Hardesty, and a couple other guys as well. Brandon Worth, obviously. I'm not going to say my name. I'm too humble. <laughs> um, oh on, the, on the women's, you can watch out for me. Sure, yeah. that's fine. Uh, on, the, on the women's side as well, Paige Dietering, Kaylee. Delaney, Katrina Drosky, and the and Sydney Kubiak as well, and Hannah Lauks. Those are going to probably be the big ones. And there's so many freshmen. I, I believe that our the women's class has mm-hmm. ten, which is just which is one of the highest classes that we've seen, especially in my time here. The only one yeah. that would have tied it was actually my class of the men that had ten, um, back in 2019. So, going to be super exciting, but. A lot of life nope. lessons today, guys. Oh, yeah. For those yeah. of you that are listening, Bulldogs, you made it through the first day. Yep. And you're on Good to day you two guys. if you're listening to this at the immediate drop on Tuesday morning. It gets easier every day. We can oh, promise yeah. you that. Any th- last words, fellas? Thank you guys uh, for having me on the show again. It's Absolutely. nice to be Got to have you on a couple more times, Travis. It would be a lot <laughs> oh, yeah. of fun. Yeah, we Definitely. should have some Thank real you. life, like, chop it up things oh, yeah. here. Chop at it up. I like that. Shoot I mean, the breeze a little bit. I mean, it's, it's going to be a pretty chaotic part of the first mm-hmm. of week, for, especially for those that... 
frankly, like Never we have experience we before. have two two grade classes because sophomores might not have been here, and the freshmen mm. we know certainly haven't been here. So there's gonna be a lot of adjusting to where to park, where to find the best food, where to hang out with, what events are going on. Gonna be a lot of playing catch up, and I promise you, it gets a lot easier. And then especially once you get to our ages where we're experienced, and we can let you know about everything, then it gets a lot easier. And then you hand down the torch to the next generation so mm-hmm. super fun and we thank you all for listening to this show don't forget to check us out on instagram and twitter at the mvsp where you can check out all the show notifications and updates with everything and ferris state athletics because there certainly will be some to discuss on our next show right wait for sure right yeah for, i pending. think so Depending schedule. Depending, yeah, depending on depending when we go studio scheduling. When we film the but next show. We certainly will, and if not, the next show coming up. But we're going to have a lot more to talk about on, on our next show. Maybe some football at the pro and college level might be on the on the tables, MLB. You'll just have to be find out, and you're going to have to hit that follow-up, subscribe button on whatever platform you're on. But until next time, guys. Take care, everybody.